we're going to talk about emotions. Yeah. Now, the most well, powerful the emotions. The most powerful and the most destructive. Now, before I looked anything up, I would have said that happiness hmm. was the most powerful emotion, hmm. like joy. Now, what would you because, say? Because I would say that because whenever you're happy, mm-hmm. then you're at your best. Mm. You know, you're able to do stuff just better in general, and mm. that's it. Better. That's, that's why. So you feel like you're driven by happiness? For, for me. For yes. you. Yeah. Me personally, yes. So you're not the type of, man, talking smack, I'm going to let that drive me. No. Well, you're like, oh, I feel good today. Let's get after it. It's a little bit of both. Right. Mostly the happiness, though. A mixture of fuel? Yeah. yeah. Fuel like for me, it's uh, happiness definitely makes me feel good about, you know, feel good about myself, first of all. But I think I'm more of a negative emotion brings more power to me so if i'm angry it's gonna fuel me if um if i'm down i'll let it fuel me like if i'm ever sad mm. you know i'll let it i'll let that fuel me i'll think about the reason why i'm sad and i'll i'll think about it for a sec and i'll be like you know what it doesn't have to be like that what can i do to get out of where i am and then i'm like i got it and then um, once i finally get in that rhythm i keep going back to the place where i was at my darkest and i'm like i'm not gonna be there no more and I just imagine myself crawling out, you know? Crawling out. Yeah. Like, for real, like, when it comes to me, just in general, when it comes to, like, the sadness or, or I don't like, I don't let anger fuel me because I lose control. I'm not saying, oh, I black out, like, oh, I go nuts. Yeah. No, but I just don't let anger, even when it came to football, I wouldn't let anger be the reason why I, I went hard, you know? I would find a different source to fuel me. Because once I lost my temper, once I got angry, uh, there's no hold, there's no controlling me, there's no getting my attention, there was no focusing. It was just kind of I'm gonna mess everything up and I'm gonna do, I'm gonna wreak chaos, you know, wreak havoc. So back to what you said about football. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're angry, you get like tensed up, mm-hmm. muscles are all closer together. But when you're happy, you feel like kind of looser, yeah. relaxed, and like for me, I, I feel like springier, like bouncier, mm-hmm. like if I'm doing a sport. Like uh, when I did track, I'd feel bouncier from happy. And then that enables you to do better. And let's say you're lifting. There's this study done. I forget who it was, but they say, think of an angry, angry time you had, an angry moment, and try to lift this weight. Yeah. Put your, uh, then, put your anger into it. They lift a good amount of weight. Mm-hmm. Then later you said, now think of a happy moment. They lifted even more. Yeah. So uh, that's why I would say that happiness is stronger. Hmm. I, I agree with you that happiness is a good trait, a strong trait. I wouldn't say it's the best because in powerlifting, a lot of people smack themselves, you know, mm-hmm. because they want that adrenaline flow. Yeah. And believe it or not, when you're angry, your adrenaline starts pumping. And fun fact for you, your adrenaline is, we have it built in our lungs. And it's some, some it's like some um, thing that we have on our lungs that starts to burn it. And that's when we start feeling that adrenaline rush. I learned that in like fourth grade. Oh, isn't adrenaline drug? Yeah. That's made in your body. Yeah, it's like literally, I think it sits near your lungs, and your lungs start burning it when you start breathing or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's using it up, and that's when you start feeling it pumping through. I learned that like fourth grade, so believe it or not, I might be off. But from what I can remember, I'd say I'm pretty spot it on. sounds legit. It sounds legit, right? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, because when you come to powerlifting and you're going to do like a, a big set and you, you talk powerlifting, it's people will sniff stuff, and that'll like, like make them mad, and it'll kind of make them like... Like, go Hulk for a moment, you know? Yeah. And then people start smacking their back where they leave, like, handprints for, like, two weeks and they get bruised. See, that's a little extreme. But it's that adrenaline rush they're craving because when adrenaline's going, you can take a bullet to the freaking shoulder. 
and you won't feel it until 20 minutes later when you realize the bullet's there, like the holes there. It's true. It's like, the, like adrenaline's in, a powerful a war, thing. Maybe. Yeah, and adrenaline's a powerful thing. We rely yeah, on adrenaline I a think lot. More than anger, like you said about lifting, I think stronger than that is fear. That's that's what number one on this list is. Okay. Because let's say you're walking down a dark alley at night and then some guy's chasing you, you're scared. So you're running away. You have that adrenaline and you're mm-hmm. running away. But let's let's read this. Mm-hmm. So this says the four most powerful emotions. Number one is fear. The greatest and most primitive since it originates from our early reptilian brain is mm-hmm. fear. Nothing drives human behavior more than the fight for survival in the face of extreme danger. Hmm. So you're fighting for your life. You're... Your body is like, is like, um, it's going into that fight or flight thing. Like you're, you're, um, striving to survive in mm-hmm. one of those situations. It's an instinct. Yeah. It's Survival instinct. instinct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this next part says, Yoda, Yoda said it right when he told young Anakin, Anakin Skywalker, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Mm-hmm. Love Star Wars. Also, in this earlier part, it says early reptilian brain. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that is, and I don't even want to get into that. That sounds creepy. Yeah, no. Um, so wait, before even looking at this list, mm-hmm. what would you what would you have said the number one is? Um, definitely, um, to feeling you, or was it uh, number one to the most beneficial emotion? Yeah. Um, beneficial. I could think. I think I'll go agree with you on happiness. Because and I know I'm like, but you just said like anger and this will make you strong. Yeah, but if you have a positive mindset, it's definitely gonna keep you up. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll definitely keep you going longer than I'd say if you had a sad mindset already and something sad happened. You're obviously gonna be even worse, like down in the dumps. But when you're positive, you people can't get on your skin a lot easier. Like it's not easier for them to get on your skin. They can't get on your nerves as easy. They can't make you mad. You know what I mean? They can't get in your head. They yeah. can't play these little mind games with you. So to me, it's when you're happy, when you're positive, it's kind of you have the upper hand because I feel like you're more in control of the situation. True. Instead of, true. oh, I'm angry and I'm, I'm blackout or I'm angry and I'm just going to let my emotions run wild. Like, no, you're in control. And we talked about it. Somebody control their emotions, that's a powerful person. I think happiness is a more um, natural feeling. Mm. Like, it's just more like neutral. No, no, not neutral. Like, just... It just feels right. Like, that's how you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, does it, that make sense? Yeah, like no. You're not supposed yeah, to be no, walking around angry. You're not. It's sad. bad for you. It's bad for your health, too. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, like, it is. It's a lot of stress. Um, it's bad for blood pressure. I'm not a doctor, but, I mean, I've heard this many times. You know, don't be like, oh, he's got a PhD. No, like, no. You know, but, uh, no, definitely the happiness. Being happy, it'll, like I said, it, loose, it relaxes you. It loosens your body up. Your mind's kind of relaxing, it's stress-free, you feel good, you feel happy, and your mood changes. And whenever you're angry, some people feel like crap, some people will get a headache after they get done having an argument, because it's not healthy, you know, yeah. you're using a lot of, like you're causing a lot of pressure on yourself, and that's and not I think good. most of the emotions besides happiness in that general area aren't our natural state or anywhere near our natural state. I think it was because... This is a little um, like biblical, but mm-hmm. when Eve ate the apple mm-hmm. and then they got all the their sin and all that kind of yeah. stuff, I think 
it starts from there. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think if that didn't happen, if nobody ate the apple in the Garden of Eden, then I think there would be so much like good mm-hmm. in the world and like so much happiness. But I think because of that, there's all this this negativity and stuff. Yeah, from a religious standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. And um, yeah, definitely. I could, and I could say, um, pain. Um, I heard pain comes because we got pain first of all because and this is biblical. Sorry to get biblical on you guys, but you know, pain. I'm talking from a religious standpoint. This is where it comes from. Pain comes from Eve when she had a baby. Right? Was it Eve? Yeah. Or it's or somebody had to go. One of the two went through pain. Um, because whenever Maybe it was Eve, I don't was remember. it Eve? It was, and I'm not that sure, but she felt pain. So it's kind of like that's where sin comes from because they sinned when they ate the apple. So it's kind of like it, it starts off with what, you know, the first two people, they created it. That's why you feel pain is because the first person had to feel the pain. So it's kind of like that's the root of all pain. I always thought it would be cool to see a movie about, like, what would happen if Eve did, and didn't, eat the apple. didn't eat the apple. Like, what would the world be like? Yeah. Because it says that they were walking around naked with no shame. And they didn't. And then they didn't realize they each other after yeah. she ate it. After she ate it because she, like, kind of opened her eyes with sin. Yeah. So would it be like. Like no one wore it closed, like in the modern day, or what? Like, you wouldn't. You. It just wouldn't. Yeah, it'd be exactly like. But you wouldn't even think about it. You wouldn't because yeah. that's your natural form. But it'd be. It'd be a very different than the world we're in living. Yeah. Now. It'd be a very positive, happy, um, world. sinless, sinless world. Yeah. But I mean, we can sit here. And, what's it called? Talk about all these. We can talk about different things. Yeah, yeah, different things. But. but um, Number three on here is sorrow, aka sadness. Sadness, sorrow. When you are afflicted by sadness, disappointment, and depression, nothing else matters in your mind. Hmm. The feeling of forlornness forlornness can sometimes be significant that it overrides human survival instincts. This is why people who are in the the trough of depression may forego the, the desire to eat, drink, or exercise to keep themselves healthy. Bro, sorrow, sadness... Depression, that's a powerful thing. Mm. And I know he said, but you said happy. No, sorrow, it's a different type of powerfulness. Because look. It's and, above joy. Joy's number four. Yeah. But it's people underestimate sorrow, sadness. Did you know that you could die by simply giving up? Really? You can. It's been proven that if your life is just really bad and you just had enough and you just decide one day to stop and give up and you stay there and you're just like, I'm done, you can die from that. I heard there's such thing as actual heartbreak. Mm-hmm. There's like strings in your heart called heartstrings, mm-hmm. and if you go through like a really, like um painful, painful trauma, traumatic thing, mm-hmm. then those strings break and you can actually die from that. Yeah, it's it's that's what I'm saying. Like people lack, and that that's that's to do with a bunch of other things like pressure in your body and stuff. But you know, it's a powerful thing. You know, and sadness is not something that sadness should be taken so lightly. Feels like a weight. Yeah. And, it, and it's dragging you down constantly. And mm-hmm. people, nowadays, I know a lot of people experience more sadness and depression. It's around more now than it ever was. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, that's not good. I mean, there's a lot of causes because of it. Number one, I'm thinking, the first thing I'm thinking of is social media. Mm-hmm. is a cause of uh, sadness and like low self-esteem for a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, like you said, there's a lot more, there's a lot more to be... Um, like a lot more negativity now. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Sadness is like, that's no joke. When somebody tells me like I'm sad, like even if it's a light, like I'm sad because 
you know, I woke up and this, I found this out. And then let's say it's not an aggressive sentence. That's important. People nowadays feel unappreciated. They don't feel loved. They don't feel like people, like they matter in the world. Mm. You know, and that's that's important to realize that people do matter. Like, And, and it's like a little off topic, but to anybody who feels lonely, to anybody who feels sad, to anybody who ever feels like they don't matter, nobody cares about it. Like somebody does matter and somebody will care for you. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, we've been talking about this before. It's like, some days you have no other choice but to just keep waking up for the people that do love you. You know, because people are like, man, I'm sad. And if I were to just end it, the whole world would forget. No, so many people would be left heartbroken. You know, it's an important thing to touch. People don't hear it enough. But, you know, whoever this is for, whoever's listening, like, you do matter in life. Um, And it, and it sucks. And sadness isn't, you know, a happy thing. It's not a good thing. I mean, it, and it's really crappy. But you matter. Um, You matter to somebody. And, you know, the best thing to definitely do is to reach out. Um, definitely reach out to somebody you've known for a little bit, and maybe you don't have anybody. You know, go look for so go look for somebody. You know, and it's just like I said, it's one of those touchy things, just because I've been in the past too many situations where people have told me that they're sad, and it's it's not a good thing. And it's definitely like I don't know, it's sadness is definitely not something to be dealt with alone. Um, so just never forget that you're never alone. There's always somebody who cares, and you are loved, and you do have a role in this life. It's just a matter of if you want to accept that role, mm. you know. And we said this before, sometimes you have to find and make your own happiness. Mm-hmm. There's always there's always going to be so much to bring you down, but you just have to strive to look for the best. Like we said that before. Yeah. Like to look for the best, make your own happiness. Create your own happiness. Yeah. So for Joy, this says, the light at the end of the mm. emotional tunnel is, mm. of course, joy. Mm-hmm. Happiness and joy are often cited as the ultimate goal for all human beings. The pursuit of happiness. Great movie. It's also in that that phrase, the pursuit of happiness, is also in the Declaration, maybe? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure or on something that. like that. I would never know. Yeah, no, I never. I, forget, I totally forget who wrote it. I'm not good with history. But it's in there. Um, mm-hmm. I still, I, I don't know. I think I kind of disagree with this list. Yeah, with the number one, number one most fear. powerful fear. It's a powerful thing, but I mean, it could also be a, a weak thing because, like, you back to the thing where you chase somebody's chasing you down an alleyway. People freeze in fear, and if you freeze, you know what I mean. Instead of reacting, it could cost you your life. Yeah. So it's definitely a weak thing, but I Maybe, guess that's why it's so powerful. Oh, I just had a thought. Maybe our maybe humans like have evolved and our emotions have become weaker or stronger so back when they didn't have any like basically no technology and they were out just like no rules all that kind of stuff and they had that survival instinct mm-hmm. like it was ingrained in their brain it's not i don't think it's, it's as ingrained in our brain now as it was then mm-hmm. because back then they gotta get food they gotta mm-hmm. get shelter now they to find like... a mate but now it's like most most people on earth have everything mm-hmm. here yeah or they have some way of getting it yeah so let's say back to they don't have to people are like oh well you do have to fight for food well okay you get a job and eliminate um to search for food um and it eliminates stress um that you have for certain things you know what i mean like it yeah. it's like a, a key card that opens more than one door instead of back then having to physically knock down doors you know what i mean like to talk eh, just can't even talk to fight to survive type of stuff mm. and i agree with you on the instinct part yeah yeah i think our instincts have like gone down because we don't because we don't need them mm-hmm. as much because we're entering this kind of uh dystopian technology-based future 
Yeah. You know, it's, it's all futuristic stuff. Kind of like our survival weapons, like right here. And our survival mm. weapons, right here. Yeah. Phones. You know, phones. if you need help, what are you going to do? Dial 911. Mm. Back then, when you didn't have a phone, you got to you had to kind of tuck yourself out, up if you got to yourself up, you know. And you know what? I got to push forward. It's the only way I'm surviving. Nowadays, you know, pat yourself up, but, you know, call an ambulance, call somebody you know about something else, and it's like they're there. I mean, you know? it totally makes sense. Like I said before, how we're, how people are so much more sensitive. And I think the majority of the human race is like weaker in a mm -hmm. sense, in a way, like yeah. mentally, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe not physically, but I think most people are just overall weaker than, than before. Mm -hmm. So that's that. I mean, so I, I would still say joy is, and happiness is the strongest emotion. Definitely. I agree with you on that. But like I said, you know, there's still like these other factors, anger, fear, like those aren't I don't I wouldn't even want to say that there's they're contenders. I feel like they're all equally have their own power to them. Mm. You know what I mean? In some what in one way joy lacks power, fear makes up. Also I think if you're if you're happy and maybe too happy, then you lose sight of like your um your awareness. Mm. Because you're like, oh, I'm so happy. All of a sudden, get hit, and you're like, Whoa. you don't expect it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an awakening, you know. Mm -hmm. Punch to the face, you know, expecting yeah. it, and it shocks you. It'll shock you, mm -hmm. you know. Back to the analogy of my coach said, just go out there and punch him in the face, you know. It's kind of what you do sometimes, but when it, you get the one who gets punched in the face, how are you gonna react? Yeah, you're gonna get back up. You get back sit up, down. sit down. Yeah, you know, and it's not. I mean, we can get a little deeper on this, and it's not a bad thing. You know, I've said this before, where you get knocked down, um, it's not bad to stay down for a little bit. It's not bad to take the the, the, the eight count. Depends on the situation. Depends on the situation. And I'm I'm, I'm fixed up for another topic. And, you know, it's a little kind of like off, you know what I mean? But I had a topic, to, is it okay to give up sometimes? Now, I'm asking this, do you think it's okay to give up? I mean, you have to know when you lost. Yeah. And exactly. And to me, it's like I was thinking about that. And I was like, man. And I asked myself this, I'm like, are you ever going to be okay with giving up? But to me, it's like, no, like, I've always been a fighter my whole life, you know what I mean? And I'm going to continue to fight. But There's sometimes... a spot right in the middle in between being a coward and being delusional. Mm -hmm. It's that spot, you just have to recognize it. And it's kind of like, you know, don't be afraid to give up on somebody who's given up on you. Mm. Um, because I can tell you, some people don't know when to call quits on some people. And it's like, you're going to ruin your own life and it's going to ruin theirs. Back to being selfish. Don't let two lives get ruined out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it, it has to be their life and you can't save them, you know what I mean? They don't want to be saved. Back to that song, you know, they don't want to be saved. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, don't be afraid to give up. And I know they're like, oh, but you're telling us to never give up on what we want. Never. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to know when it's starting to affect you and to the point where you're losing money. Like, let's do an event, like, where you're losing money and you don't want to close down because, you know, the business has been in your family forever, but you're losing money and you're more in debt. Sometimes you just got to let go. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to give up to, an ex to certain things. But I would agree in saying that giving up isn't always a bad thing. And I don't think I don't think I don't think anyone gives up until the until the end of their life. Mm -hmm. Unless they're at um a critical like a critical yeah. condi condition where they're actually dying in that moment when they're giving up. Not even then some people just deny to deny to, to die. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Like and I, I was watching like this um this video and it was such a powerful thing to me to watch. And it was like it had me like choked up, I'm not gonna lie. It was this uh, 
He's can't survive when they have this thing where there's like a tunnel and there's a bell, like a ton of people with signs and cheering them on. And I get goosebumps thinking about it. And the dude's at the end, like, like the dude has the bell there waiting for him. And it's like the dude finally beat cancer and he's walking down the aisle and all the nurses are cheering him on. They do it a bunch, but, and he rings the bell and he's finally like raises his hands up and he's crying. I'm like, man, like sometimes you, like when people tell, like when, like back to the cancer thing, when somebody tells you like you got three months to live, you know what I mean? How do you, how does that feel? Like, how do you even process that? You know, like to get deep on it, like that's, what would you do in that situation? You know, people have no other option but to be like, no, like, I'm I mean, sorry, it, but it's would, not true. It would depend if um, mobile or not, like able to get up. You're talking about physically or what? Physically. No. Like if I'm not able to get up, then okay, whatever. But if I am, you're going to make the most of it. You can make the most of it without even having to get up. I don't see how. You don't see how. Um, I can get deep on this, and I kind of want to get deep, but I kind of don't, depending on the thing. But like, it's like one of those things where, and I and I, I'll tell you when when you're wrong on that, because sometimes it's back to the thing where you have no other option but to keep living for the people you have around you, around you. And I'm I'm gonna take it a step deeper, you know, to me with my mom, you know, and I don't mind talking about, it, you know what I mean. But it's like to I'm gonna talk about part of it where she was laying on the couch. And they gave her like what three months to live. She was laying on the couch, dude. She couldn't see, she couldn't hear, she couldn't walk, she couldn't even get to the bathroom by herself. We had to pick her up, and it's a little disturbing to say. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. It's life. But the fact that she held on so long to something she didn't even need to hold on to, mm. like there was no reason for her to be like okay. I mean, it sounds selfish, but I'm gonna like to her. There was to me if I was in person, I was like, why is she still like kicking? Why is she still like? Like, what is she fighting for? She has nothing to prove. She's proven so much already. But to me, it's like, she's, like you said, not mobile. She couldn't do anything. But it's like, at the end of the day, she has no other choice but to keep living for us. Because she, even before she even had cancer, she was ready to go at any moment. But it's like, she stayed alive because we weren't ready to let go. And it's one of those things where I'm saying, like, if somebody's going to give you a certain amount of time to live, don't accept that. Like, yeah, their doctors know what we're talking about, but don't let it control your life you know that doesn't mean just because they announced your death already doesn't mean you have to stop living because they could be wrong they could be wrong and then you always hear those stories of like people in great pain who asked for their plug to be pulled mm -hmm. so they die but there's a certain level of strength that that comes to like staying alive for your family for your people that's what i'm saying and it's kind of like that's what drives somebody on the inside sometimes is living for people like for the people who aren't ready to let you go you know like that do you know how much that takes for somebody to just say you know what forget myself like like not be selfish for one moment when they should have every right to be selfish like you don't know what like that's that's crazy that's insanity how you're gonna keep going through the pain you're going keep laying there losing track of time when it feels like an eternity for you and it's been like two days yeah and it's like you're depleting your own energy to give to, others. to other people yeah and it's like, you don't have to do that, but they still choose to do it because you're not ready. Like, to me, that's like, dude, that's unheard of. That's, people are like, we don't, like, you know, we need, like, superheroes, but, like, we have super, uh, real-life superheroes. Like, to me, that's a real-life superhero. So, what emotion do you think is correlated with that? Um, love. 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 Love was the emotion, I don't think. Love, yeah. And it's, it's an emotion, though. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to really love somebody to give up. Your own energy for somebody else. Yeah. You know, they must mean the world to you to be able to endure that much pain and to keep fighting. You know what I mean? She had everything, like, to live for. 
You know what I mean? But like, she didn't need to prove anything else. You know, and I use it because to me, it's like, my mom's like the strongest person I know even before then. And to see how much she would go through just to kind of stay alive for the people who love, like that's, and I think like my my problem's over, but the crazy thing is where my problems ended, that's somebody else's journey beginning. And it's like people all over the world are going through that stuff. Yeah. Hundreds of people a day. And it's kind of back to the thing where be grateful that, you know what I mean, that you're living and that you're not in a hospital 24-7. Mm. You know, back Sometimes to, you should be grateful for like the smallest things, like just breathing. Breathing. I mean, sometimes you take for granted how good it just feels to breathe yeah. in and out. How good it feels to just be able to get up out of your own bed by yourself. Yeah. How good it is to get up to go to the bathroom and be able to wipe your own butt. You know? Exactly. Like, people forget that. And it's kind of like, people are like, well, I don't mean to be like that. I'm not, like, dissing on people who are like, I'm just saying, like, learn to take life. Like, learn to, like, accept life and be more thankful for it. Learn to just you know? slow down, yeah. look around, and be be grateful for what you have. Exactly. Because... Just like that, you might not have it. Might not have it anymore. And just like that, the, the people that you have might not have you anymore. You know? Just... And it's like, yeah, but the crazy thing is you can never be prepared to lose somebody. Mm. Or you can never be prepared to lose the thing you love the most. Yeah. And it, no matter how many times you replay the situation over and over in your head, no matter how many countless hours you stay up reciting the lines that you're going to say to somebody when they're fading away, no matter how many times you run all the diagnostics all the numbers and it still comes out to that point zero 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 one percent chance of living like you can't you just can't accept the fact that it's going to happen like you can never prepare yourself like i'm sorry but you could spend your whole life you know what i mean all these countless days and hours preparing yourself telling yourself every morning like they might not be here tomorrow but when it finally comes to it it's not you're not gonna it's not gonna be easy no matter what and so people don't get that but it will get okay you know it's okay to it's okay to stay down. It's okay to cry. It's okay to do what you have to do to get what you have out of you. But don't let that become who you are. You know, you you can stand up. You can keep going. Keep fighting. You know, keep them alive through what you're doing. And uh, keep their lessons alive by passing them down further and further. You know, yeah. it's kind of that's it's kind of what it comes out to at the end. You want to keep them alive. Keep their teachings alive. You know, don't spiral out of control. You know what I mean? Don't lose hope. You know, just keep pushing forward. You know, just keep hanging on. Wise words from one. Yeah, man, it's just that's truth. It's it's the way it is. That's, it's, that's it's life. life. You got to get through it. You know. Switching gears mm-hmm. to our next topic. Um, what was the question? It was, do humans? Yeah, do humans create more than they destroy, or destroy more than they create? It was. Are humans better at creation or destruction? Already, I would say destruction. Destruction, hundred percent, man. I mean, look at how much we've created. Look how much we've destroyed. Look how much we destroyed by creating. We created yeah, a whole, exactly, a whole place to live. A whole, you know what I mean? Kind of. And this earth is us. almost. And we destroyed the earth. We destroyed the forest. Yeah, this we earth is almost unlivable in a few years, or the effects of climate change are almost irreversible in seven or whatever years it is. It's it's definitely a thing that people are like. Dude, dude. People are crazy thinking about climate change. They're like, it's a real thing. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My fault. All right. Um. So, and this is like a little fun fact for you guys. But um, okay. So all life on Earth is made up of eighty-two percent plants. All right. Thirteen percent bacteria, and five percent of everything else. And humans, we're only point zero one percent of the Earth's total biomass. But we've destroyed more than eighty percent of living Earth life, which is crazy because we're this little tiny speck. But we've done all this damage to this big, huge life around us. 
So there's, say there's this many humans, and then there's like this many animals. Mm-hmm. And we're just taking away those numbers. This many humans, this many plants, and we're just taking away those. You know, the trees, you know, the forest, um, just the life, the ecosystems, we're taking away that by all the creation, the cities, the technology, the mm-hmm. roads. I mean, the um, just all the pollution from the cars mm-hmm. and everything is just taking everything away. It's destroying. And so that... when you think about how much we've created, it's very small amount compared to how much we've been destroying our since since we've been here. Yeah. Especially since the Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. I mean, since like nineteen, I think it was since nineteen forty, is when people started seeing the effects of pollution mm-hmm. in the cities. Because mm-hmm. I did a I researched something about that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nineteen forty was when they discovered pollution was a thing i guess because mm-hmm. um of course there was the automobiles but i think the main thing was the factories you see all that smog, the smoke coming smog out in the sky like the lorax whenever it starts creating the yeah. sky gray i love that movie yeah we keep talking about that we found our way, we found our way back to it it's a great movie it is it, especially for young kids and too. that movie was that movie was actually made because of like what, what was happening in real life mm-hmm. so that's what's up yeah that's definitely what's up but I'm glad we can both agree on the fact that as humans, we've destroyed a lot. But let's not take it away. We created a lot of, you know what I mean, good things. It's a small speck compared to what we destroyed. But yeah, that's kind of sad, though, that we're this really small factor. Yeah, we've managed to destroy the majority of living life around us. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It is. <laughs> the way you said <sighs> But like, no, I'm not laughing because like, like it's not funny. It's not a funny thing. You know? It's a serious <laughs> thing. No, it's just because the way you said it. But no, it's for real a serious thing. Like. You know, it's just people need to definitely become more um, aware of what um, causes damage to the environment and stuff. Okay, I don't want to be on negative, mm-hmm. but people don't care enough. Yeah, people and don't. this whole, the world's anything, is not going to change. No, it's not. And it's because just going to become part of the Because every cycle. single person is going to have to make a huge change. Mm-hmm. Which is not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. I mean... And it's because of the fact that people didn't want to have... They had the option of making that change, and now it's you don't have no option. Yeah. I still think people don't care enough. Mm-hmm. I should, like, crap. Like, people probably didn't even think I care about that stuff. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I don't talk about the type and of stuff. And it's so hard to do as it. As much as I should. It's so hard to make a big impact on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to invest so much time. A lot of time. Like, mm-hmm. I know planting trees and agriculture is such a big thing. So that makes me think, is the employment need going going to rise? Mm. Like, what job? Is good, what job's going to be created? Yeah, what jobs are going to be created, and what job, what jobs are going to be um, not needed anymore, and then what job is going to be a necessity, like it's going to be needed for life. Like life. So initially, I would say something to do with food, mm. farmers, mm. agriculture, mm. because we're already running out of food. Yeah. I mean, the forests are being swept away, and then that reduces that reduces the food in the trees. And that reduces the oxygen levels too. Oxygen, and that also reduces the animals because they live there, mm-hmm. and they're gonna die off because they don't have anything to eat, mm-hmm. and we don't have anything to eat because we can't eat them. Yeah. Also, a major um, uh, change is the population of bees. Mm-hmm. Bees are uh, okay. I'll explain this. Mm-hmm. So the bees Please pollinate go. the flowers and the fruit and the vegetables and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Give it life. We eat that, but if there's not anything, oh no, hold on. The animals eat that. Mm-hmm. If they, if the bees aren't around to pollinate the um, 
plants and all that, the animals can't eat that, they die. Mm. The predators can't eat those animals, they yeah, die. It's the food chain, dude. We can't eat them, the food chain, we die. The food chain's corrupted. The now, that might be a long cycle. time. But hey, also, bro. we have those storage places, deep vaults with, like, uh, a seed of every species. That might not even be enough, though. It's not. Because it's well, like, actually, it might. Okay, but gonna, it's going to take some time, though. Our our species of humans going to die off, so it might be enough but to it, sustain the rest of but us. But it's going to take some time for that stuff to grow and create some sort of back, a new cycle. I mean, he, who even knows if we'll still have a ground to plant stuff in? That's the scary thing to think about. But, like, like this past year, I know it was, especially, I'm saying here in Gettysburg, it's bad, it was a bad year for farmers because it was really hot mm-hmm. and it was really dry. Oh, it was and like that affected a lot of the harvest and stuff, you yeah. know? It's kind of like, dude, that's just, like, I'm telling you, people don't realize, like, and it's one of those things where it's, we, we need tree cutters now? Pretty soon we're going to need tree planters. As ridiculous as it sounds, jobs are going to start to translate and kind of go backwards. So weird, yeah. Because look, we're, and we're in a cycle where we're cutting down trees, we need to make more space. Now it's like, we need to plant more trees. It's like, people are already planting trees, but they're not getting paid for it. And yeah. soon it's going to be like... Oh, do you want to work for us? To Twenty bucks an hour. I'll help. Like you know what I mean. Like, it's gonna go crazy yeah. because it's gonna be such a necessity. It's you know, feeling. it's a crazy feeling, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like I told you before. We were kind of given that option before, and people are like, "Yo, this guy's crazy." Mm. There's the man. Those people tripping. You know what I mean? Some people don't even believe. They in this. still don't. Like, hey man, if you want to call How us crazy, not call us crazy. Exactly. Exactly. What was it like last winter? It was like sixty degrees in January or February. Yeah. That's winter. I know. Like, it's 60 hey, degrees. Man. I'm telling you, people be like, y'all, y'all tripping. Yeah. But no, like I said before, we're given that option. And now it's like, we don't have another option but to adapt it. And yet people still aren't going to accept it. They're going to be like, you got to eat it. It's for your own good. Mm, mm, mm. You know what I mean? They're being yeah. spoon fed. You got to eat it. And now it's like, I'm going to smack you in the head, put it in your mouth, and you're going to swallow it because you have to. Yeah. And you're going to be crying about it because you didn't want to do it in the first place. That's a good analogy to put it in. I like that one. Good one. <laughs> Feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think um, as our our ability to create destruction continues, I think there will be a need for more architects mm-hmm. to change mm-hmm. their flow of buildings and change stuff. the style of buildings yeah. and how they're created. I mean, I think it was last episode or maybe two where we talked about last episode the um, houses that are um, no the um it's called vertical um, agricultural yeah, walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like your walls are basically like plants. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of like, and it's whack to think we have no other option but to combine now. We have to somehow find a way to, instead of destroying life around us to create our own life, find a way to make that bond and balance between them where house meets plant to create one. Yeah. It's kind of like, we're going to have to start doing stuff like that. You know, we're going to need people to start stepping up, start creating different things like that. Because pretty, like sooner, pretty soon, actually. Now I'm not saying, oh, like tomorrow, but like. Give it like 15. Give it a, give it a little bit. A decent amount. Not too long, though. We're going to start needing people to start thinking and coming up with ideas like that. And whoever can think and has been working their way, let's say now people are investing their time. Why are they investing their time in that? They're going to be the ones later in the future being the real hero. Changing the world. Changing the freaking world. Yeah. For the better. Instead of for the worst ones. Yeah. Not hating on the world we have now. I love the world we have now. Well. But can it be better? Yes. But I mean. Better? Yes. Yeah. A lot better? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? If we didn't get right the first time. I mean... There's not going to be a second time. Yeah, but... I was trying to be a little upside, you know? Give it well, a little... this is a negative thing. Okay. This well, is a bad thing. It There's is no a positive Okay, let's thing. not get wrong. We're going to die. Okay. I wouldn't take everybody's bad thing off. Let's th- everybody run. Everybody no, run. No, shut up. You're stupid. <laughs> inside joke. It's a, yeah, inside joke. But um, anyways, no, for real though, it's a serious thing. 
You know, and guys like guys, girls, everybody, do your research. You know, I just, I don't even do enough research. So this people are like, yo, this guy's an idiot. You don't even research it. Yeah, but I know a decent amount enough to care and to know it's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, so what other what other jobs do you think will be like really needed in the future? What job would be affected? Apple picking and stuff when we got no apples pick. Yeah. Pickers. No, no trees, no bushes. No to bushes. Pick off of. Exactly. No nothing. No. It's a scary thing to think about. And like I said, it's gonna roles are gonna be reversed. Oh, I have a big one. Travel. Ooh. And space exploration. Hmm. Also, quick fact. Did you know we've only explored like five percent of our ocean mm-hmm. and more of space? That's so weird. Our ocean's so deep. And yeah. It's, it's scary. I don't like thinking about it. I, I, I get anxious. Yo, I get... Y'all can leave the, the ocean al- alone because <clears throat> I'm scared of what's down there. The Megalodon? Seen those uh, things with the... The Megalodon? The, no, not that. The anglerfish. The Megalodon fish. shark? The anglerfish. The... <laughs> with the light and email? Yeah. When you stand uh, down those in the Those things are creepy. And all those weird jellyfish and uh, like see-through stuff. Oh, leave it alone, guys. The Megalodon? Okay. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, it's a thing. The, that shark, it's a living species. But let me just say, it doesn't have to come up to feed. You know what I mean? But eventually, you know, it's mm. gonna. you're going to see it. That Megalodon. It, you remember it, that. Um, Marked it down. Juan Neri, 2020. Date, 10, 10, 20. Megalodon shark will come back. Jaws, 5.0. It's 10th, right? Yeah. Let's go. Um, <laughs> what did I say? Oh, sorry. have you seen the movie The Meg? The Meg, yeah. Okay, so you know when... Megalodon. Stop saying Shark. That. Sorry. You know when they're under that... that no, 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 no. no. That, that, layer, that layer of fog in the ocean. Was that that movie? I can't clear... Uh, I don't I remember that one. I've seen it, but it was... Okay, well, there's a scene in a movie, blurry. maybe it was The Meg, where they're under... They're, like, really deep in the ocean, and... No, 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 you know, I don't even know no, if it was no. that one. Anyway. You done? Sorry, dude. That's sorry. So there's there's this layer of fog or whatever in the ocean, like really deep, Mm -hmm. and they think it's the floor. And they're like, "Oh my god, it's fog!" They go down underneath it, and it's like really cold down there. And then there's this huge. Megalodon. Yeah, one of those. So, like you said, it's feeding off whatever's down there. I think it's. I think it exists. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. not crazy. Look, thought. think about this. You said what? Five percent? We've only explored five percent. Mm-hmm. That's a small amount. Let me see. Let me tell you. Let me let me let me draw your imaginary right here. This is the whole pie, right? And this is the little slice we get. That's not a lot of the slice. You know, the megalodon getting all the rest of that. That's a thing. But does he have to come up? No. For what? What if you can see at night in the dark? Night vision. Night vision. Megalodon Sharknado yeah, type of dude, stuff. I bet that dude lives for like five hundred years. <laughs> Everybody's been around. Since All he's like, got to do is swim around. Did you know sharks can't go in reverse? Off topic, but sharks don't go in reverse. You know, cows can't go downstairs. downstairs? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But they can go up, right? I don't know. Anyway, back Sorry. to the job thing. <laughs> yeah, for real though. We got, into, we got into this because I said something about space. Mm-hmm. Um, if this planet becomes um, uninhabitable, I think, or it, it looks like that, then we'll need more... Doses. <laughs> okay. We'll need more... Um, need for like uh, NASA engineers and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff to find another word to, to find in. more um, ways of means of travel transportation transportation that's the word and we need to get to another planet Facts. ASAP Pos- ASAP Mars. and then we gotta go invade that planet and then ruin that for yeah. a little bit we gotta go from one planet and just consume all the resources and go to the next, next one. one and then maybe if we Andromeda find Galaxy one. here we come yeah 
Shout out to Timothy Green. You don't know who I'm talking about. Y'all. You don't know who I'm talking about. I don't know who he's talking about. Megalodon, though. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm sorry. Any other jobs? No. Okay. I mean, not that you... Like, I didn't even think Agriculture, about... Agriculture, architects, architects, and transportation. transportation. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much Those it. Those three. Scientists. For what? To come up with stuff. Okay, smart people. Smart, smart people. You know, I feel like some of the smartest people, like... Don't get the recognition they deserve. They don't. Like they me? Don't. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, hey, you don't know when people are smart. I recognize Until you. they get their degree or whatever. And they're like, oh, this person's a doctor. He's smart. But he might not have common sense or wisdom. It's important. Mm. It's mm. important. Back to episode one? Something like that. Two? Lost count. No, though, for real. Honestly, on a serious note, like, some, like it's, it's a serious thing. Um, do we need to do a better job of it? Yeah. Do we need to start accepting the hard truth and swallowing the hard pill? You bet we do. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, get serious about it. Read the facts at the end of the day. If you don't believe us, look at the facts, you know? It's kind of what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, Guess that's Lots up. of good, juicy stuff mm-hmm. this episode. Deep, deep stuff. Good, deep stuff, in a good way, though. Mm-hmm. Stuff that very that need to be talked about very importantly. Very stuff to think about. I hope people watch this one. I hope they do, too. Because the whole thing about... Um, climate change and it's, it's a jobs thing. that's yeah. any emotion thing that was pretty important to think about it's and, always important and still in your life yeah definitely there's, there's always somebody's gonna be hurting there's always something that's gonna be hurting but you know don't be afraid to give a comforting shoulder how about that you Agreed. know but um I guess that's it guess, yeah guess we will see on. you next episode on you guessed it unrestrained the number one podcast in guys number one baby we did it yeah. let's go <laughs> <laughs> Sign me out. Doses.